Uh, I want us to pray together right now. Come on, let's just open up our hearts. And I'm believing God wants to speak to every person here today. Uh, something that uh, I share in the next 20, 25 minutes will, will be what the Holy Spirit takes and plants a seed in your heart. And whether you're here and you're not in a relationship with God or whether you have been for a long time, whether you're watching online, uh, I just pray and I'm going to pray right now that God will speak to you. So, Father, we thank you today. What a beautiful celebration it is. Lord, I thank you for the, the greatest news that's ever been told, that the Son of God became a human being. Jesus Christ, born in such an unconventional way, in such a way that, that, that was not like God coming to earth. But you came and you've given us hope and you've given us life. And so I pray today that the meaning of Christmas and the joy that comes from knowing Jesus will fill every heart who's in the room today and who's watching online. Lord, that those who have the, the shadow of sadness because of what Christmas represents to them, uh, either because of what's happened this year through loss or pain, Lord, or just because of what Christmas says and because of family and, and the, the difficulties that we face, I pray today for the comfort of your beautiful Holy Spirit to touch every heart, to minister to every wound, to bring your presence and your joy. Your Word says you turn mourning into dancing, sorrow into joy. So Lord, fill every heart with a supernatural joy that comes from heaven, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you very much, guys. Done a great job. Team, you can grab your seat. Put your hands together for the talented musicians. Magnificent, magnificent. Danielle, I feel like you're telling the, the dad jokes up here with the... It's stealing my thunder. Like, what's going on with that? Can only be one dad joke king around here, just to be clear. Uh, so I've got some for you today. No, they're just, just some Santa. So uh, uh, some of you haven't heard, but last night Santa got injured uh, on his run, but he'll be looked after really well because he's got private health care. Uh, <laughs> thank you. No, that's not bad. Uh, you can't fire Santa. I, got t I get texts now on Sunday morning with dad jokes. This is awesome. You can't fire Santa. There's a clause in his contract. Uh, there we go. Uh, what is why, do why does Scrooge love reindeer? Because every buck is dear to him. Yeah, that's a bad one. I know that. All right. We should just turn to the Bible right now. All right. There we go. And we're gonna, I'm going to read through quite a passage of Scripture, and then I'm going to draw some, some thoughts from it. I want to talk this morning about God's dreams for you. Uh, God has dreams for you. He's got uh, destiny and, and a future for every person in this room. And there's a, there's a way that God dreams come to pass in our life. And we're going to look at the story of Mary and how God's dream for humanity took place through this young virgin girl and draw some principles from that. So if we can turn to Luke and put it up on the screen, that will be awesome. And I'll read from the screen. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God. Okay, the sixth month is, is Elizabeth's six months of pregnancy, all right, to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man, which is kind of like engaged, to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was? Good job. You guys are onto it. And it's also up on the screen, so that's quite helpful. Uh, and having come in, the 
angel, whose name was Gabriel, said to her, Rejoice, highly favoured one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Now, just let's pause for a moment. Uh, Mary is somewhere in her teenage years. This is about the time that a Jewish girl got married. So she could be anywhere from 13 through to sort of 18 that scholars would tell us. So, And she's seeing the big angel, Gabriel. Uh, and he's saying, rejoice. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. Understandably, if you had an angel visit you and start talking to you, you would be freaking out. Anyway, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall name his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, a popular king in Israel. Uh, and he will reign over the house of Jacob, which is that kingdom. And his kingdom and of his kingdom, there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? Okay, I'm a virgin. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that Holy Spirit, no, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, so the angel's still talking, has also conceived a son in her old age. So this is a relative who was barren for years. She also got a visit from the angel Gabriel and said, you're going to have a son. You'll call him John, she said to her father, and, and he'll be like the John the Baptist, go before Jesus. And this is now the sixth month of her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. Now this is the one with John the Baptist who's pregnant, the miracle child, and two miracle childs. And as it happened, when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? She's now prophesying because she got filled with the Holy Spirit, and she's declaring things. For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leapt in my womb for joy. Blessed is she, now she's prophesying over Mary, blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. There we go. Long scripture reading for us today. I, lo I love that. That's, this, is the, this is the beginning of God's dream for humanity coming through the most unusual way, but had been prophesied hundreds of years earlier. The prophecies about Jesus' birth had happened years and years. You, you could not, there's no way that you could predict where, where he would be born, how he would be born, where his mother would come from, where his father would come from, where, where, where he would live for a season. There's so many prophecies about the Christ. I want to talk to you this morning just for a few moments about God's dream for you. Now, God's number one dream for you this Christmas is a relationship with Him. 
That's what He wants for you. That's what you were created for. The greatest present that you could ever have. And maybe today, if you're here this morning and you've never actually begun a relationship with God, today could be the day where you receive God's dream for your life, a living powerful, transformational life. When you walk with God, it's not a boring life, I promise you. It's an exciting life. It's a fulfilling life. It will be challenging, but it's an adventurous life. If you can, say yes to God's dream for you out of a relationship with Him. So let's, I, want to, I want to talk about this. And as we come to the end of a year and we head to a new year, I, I feel like God wants to prepare some people to receive uh, fresh dreams from God fresh thoughts that He has for your life, fresh seasons that He wants you to enter into and, and also to remind you of some dreams that He's already put in your heart. How does God put dreams in our heart? Well, I think that the, the, if we look at Mary as an example of how God put the ultimate dream on the inside of her, uh, we, it becomes obvious that it's not a natural process to receive a God dream. Receiving God's dream for your life is not just a matter of, of uh, writing down uh, all your dreams and hopes and wishes and desires and, and then all, the, all your skills and abilities and gifts and then kind of trying to come up with an, something that matches them all. Now, a God dream will come to you supernaturally. What happened to Mary? The angel answered her and said, It will be the Holy Spirit who will come on you. The power of the highest one will overshadow you. This is how she conceived Jesus in her womb. And you conceive a dream from God in your heart. And it doesn't come through natural means. It comes supernaturally. Now, I love this. Uh, that, the idea of God coming and speaking to your heart is when the Spirit overshadows you. That word is drawn from the Old Testament where the priest would go and meet before God in the wilderness. And it's exactly the same word. The cloud of the glory of the presence of God would overshadow the temple. So if you want to receive God's dream and God's plan and God's purpose for your life, you need to let the Spirit of God and the glory of God overshadow you. You need to be uh, making room and time. And although it's Christmas season, I know many of us will be on holidays at the moment. Can I just suggest you don't go on holidays from God? Can I just suggest, in fact, if you've got some more time, you, you, you get, like Jesus said, go into a room and close the door and into a secret place and spend time with God, letting your heart be prepared to receive the supernatural seed of His dream. Psalm 91 says this, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It's when you're in the shadow of the Almighty that the dreams and seeds that God has for you. Mary didn't conceive on her own. It was the Spirit of God who overshadowed her and placed the Messiah in her womb. Oh, I love this story. Now, when you have that attitude and what, what we do at church is we're, we're constantly wanting to create a, out of prayer and, and worship, we're constantly wanting to create an atmosphere where we're filled with the glory of God and God can come and speak to us. Now, he does it different ways. For some, it's a dream at the night, in the night hours. For some, it's a, a, a picture that you see when you're praying. For some, it's a prophecy that someone speaks over you. For some, it's a word that comes out of the Bible and comes alive. For some, it's, it's, it's a comment that somebody makes in, and it just the Spirit of God grabs it and places it in your heart. 
Now, I, 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 I'm a, a guy I really like, probably one of my favorite actors is Denzel Washington. Who's a, a Denzel or Denzel? What are we, Denzel? How many Denzels have we got in the house? What about Denzel? Yeah, no, Denzel sounds more funky, doesn't it? Anyway, okay, I love Denzel. Uh, or Mark Wahlberg, they're my two faves. But Denzel's dad was a preacher. He spent his life, uh, many years growing up in a Pentecostal church in L.A., and when he was about 20 years old, he tells the story that he was sitting in his mother's beauty shop and a woman kept looking at him. And then eventually the Spirit of God spoke to her and said, she said, someone get me a piece of paper. I need to write this down. And she wrote a prophecy down about his life. She said that you're going to speak to millions of people, you'll travel the world, and you'll preach to millions of people. He said, I didn't know what she was talking about. This is in 1975. He said, uh, he once asked his pastor, do you think I should become a preacher? And he said, I think you already are a preacher. You've, God's given you a platform of influence and then you can speak in different settings. And, and that's, he said, that's exactly how I, how I feel. He's won Academy Awards. He's won global, global, glo global Golden Globes. Get that right. He begins every day reading his Bible and with prayer. I've heard him pray, being interviewed by T.G. Jakes, praying for people. There's a genuous to his faith. And his mother, come on the mums, said to him when he was a kid, as, and while he was waiting for, at the Academy Awards, he remembered what she said, man gives the award, but God gives the reward. Come on, man gives the award, but God gives the, the reward. Now here's the thing I want you to know. It can be in your mother's beauty shop, if your mother owns a beauty shop that the dream that God has for you can come into your heart. If your heart is open and prepared and in the atmosphere of God, then, then some dreams that God has for you in 2023 that's coming, some dreams He has for your family, some things that He's got for your future, you can receive that from the Spirit of God. Some of you today, you've already received a dream from God. I want to encourage you, remember it and stir it up. So Mary... She was overshadowed. That's how dreams come. The next way, the next thing we do for God dreams to come into our life, and I like this, we actually need to respond with faith. When the angel came and said, blessed and highly favored and you're amazing and you're going to, be, you're going to give birth, Mary, Mary's response was this, because Mary could have gone, this is going to be extremely embarrassing. When I tell everybody that I'm pregnant because of God, I can't see that going well. Thank God for Mary, there was no Facebook around at that particular time. Imagine the comments she would have got on her pregnancy announcement. Hey guys, just want to let you know I'm pregnant and it was God. Yeah, I can just see that going really awesome. But Mary's response when the angel visited her, when God came and spoke to her through an angel was this, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. She responded with faith. She said, well, if that's what you're saying, count me in. If that's your plan for me, I'm in. Now, in contrast to her relative Elizabeth's husband, who was a priest, who should have known better, and God comes to him and says, by Gabriel, and says, you're going you're to have a son, and you'll call him, you'll call him uh, John, and he, he wouldn't believe him, even though he's in the temple in church seeing an angel, and he wouldn't believe him. So, I, so Gabriel's like, you can just not talk until the baby's born, because I don't want your lack of faith messing up this whole thing that I've got planned. You're, zzz, 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 that's it. No, nothing more from you. Shut your little lack of faith down. Let's go. So there's, there's a response. Just because God comes and says, this is my dream for you, 
This is my plan for you. You and I have to respond with a yes. See, Jonah got a dream from God and he ran the other way. Caused a whole lot of pain to himself and people around about him. So when God comes with a dream, I want to encourage you today, say yes. See, God comes with salvation for every person. That's why Jesus came. But it's up to you and I if we want to receive that salvation. The Bible says it's not just a matter of, of oh, believing in your mind. This is what Romans 10 says, that if you confess with your mouth that, you, that, that, that Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Salvation comes to a person who believes something in their heart and speaks it with their mouth. Not just one off, but an ongoing basis. And that's how we, when God's dreams come to us, we need to respond with faith. And then the last thing, the last thing, because I am on, a, on the short leash today for you, all right. The last thing, if we're gonna receive a dream from God and we're gonna keep a, a, a dream from God alive, then I love what, what she did. As soon as she got pregnant, she, she immediately went to the other city where her, we don't know, relative, cousin, whatever she was, where Elizabeth is pregnant with her God dream. And I love this idea. Now, I'm sure that there was some method to the madness. She's, Elizabeth's six months pregnant. Mary's just newly pregnant. Uh, basically, she spent three months with her. And in that three months, she's kind of hidden out of, out of all of the, the gossip and the pain that she would have experienced in her own hometown. But in that time, she's there, and, and I, I love what happens when she goes and meets Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, Jesus is in the womb of Mary. He's got, he is God, but now he's in the womb, and just her walking into the room impacts Elizabeth. Impacts. The, the Bible, as I read out earlier, says that that baby, six-month-old, jumped in her tummy. Come on, who's had a, who's had a baby jumping in your tummy at six months old? Piata, right now? Can you? Yeah, okay, maybe. Let's go. All right, so what? It's the response. It's all good because in front we have a midwife, Danielle's good to go. We've got doctors, we've got surgeons, we've got the whole package, got coffees, everything, you know. What can you do, Dave? We'll create a website, the whole lot. That's just going to be awesome. A welcome to this world website. All right. Now, what does she do? She gets a dream. And she gets, she gets God dream, a physical dream in this case, and goes and says, I must hang around with somebody else who's a dream carrier. I must go and spend some time with somebody else who's got this supernatural thing on the outside. I must hang around people. You see, when God gives you a dream, that's when the devil wants to come and steal it. And you do need to spend time. You need to spend time with people who will speak life over you. Speak encouragement over to you. Some of you, this is your first Christmas as a Christian. And you're following Jesus for the first time as a believer. And one of the greatest things that you can make a determination in your Christian life is that you're going to spend time with people who are followers of Jesus. You're going to hang around with them. You're going to be in church, even if you're the only one. No matter what the, your old friends might say about you, no matter what people might talk about you behind your back, you're like, no, I've received God and His dream for my life. And I'm going to spend, you'll find me in the house of God. You'll find me surrounded by fellow believers. We need people to keep us going. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, med medical surveys have shown over and over and over just the physical benefits that come from 
being part of a, a family or having a network of friendships. Yale University to study, 194 heart attack patients. And those who had good emotional support were three times more likely to be alive in six months' time. Just, just good emotional support. You need some Elizabeths in your life who when you're feeling a little bit like, what are they going to say about me? Faith comes into your heart. You need some people who you can do the journey with. I remember when Danielle and I first became the senior pastors of the church and we were 29 and 27 and it was, it was freaky, intimidating. We were insecure. We were overwhelmed. Uh, but we had some, some Elizabeths around us, uh, males and females. We, I remember Russell and Marita who are here today. And, and they would, you know what? They would always come and tell us this story. For, for, and they've said this to us for years. Marita would say, when we first came into the, this, this church at the Kiwana Community Center and we looked around the room, we just saw you and set, saw a sense of anointing on you. It's, it's Danielle's halo, really. That's what it was. No, they said we sensed, uh, and God spoke and said, these guys are anointed for this church and for the future of this church. I've, I've heard that. I think I've probably heard that about 50 times uh, over the last, how long we've been going now, babe? 22 years. I was going to say 27, but that's how long we've been married. That's, that's a different one. All right. 20, I've been married to the church for now. Uh, we've been senior pastors for 20. I reckon I've, probably 50 or 100 times. What does that do? When I hear that, something inside of me leaps. I'm hearing, the, I'm hearing faith, I'm hearing life, I'm hearing someone who's believing in you. And you and I, when, when you're on track for your God dream, when you're on track for the things that God's got, you need some people who are going to say, I see that in you. I see that gift in you. I see that ability. That, that dream you've got, that's from God. You're going you're gonna to be able to make that work. God has anointed you and He's called you and appointed you. Come on, give Russell and Marita a big hand, aren't they? And all of the Elizabeths and... Shadrach, Meshach, and Bedney goes that we've got in our life to say thank you. Can I get the, the guys to come on up, the band to come on up? Three simple thoughts for us. From, from Mary carrying God's dream for humanity, Jesus. Number one is you don't get a dream from God just because you thought it up. You get a dream from God when the Holy Spirit comes and overshadows you and He places it in your heart. Number two is you have to respond with a yes. Be it unto me according to your word. Now, I'm not, I'm not suggesting Gabriel's going to come and visit you all. Okay? I'm not suggesting that's what's going to happen. I'm suggesting now, because we have the Holy Spirit on the inside, that He is going to whisper. He's going to use someone to speak to you. He's going to use someone to talk to you. So He'll do that. But there has to be a, I'm in, no matter what. I'm following you. Be it under me according to your word. And the last thing is we need to find some people of faith to be surrounded by. I'm so proud to be pastor of this church. I, I just see people with faith everywhere. People who are encouragers, people who are life givers, people who just speak life and believe in one another. We need one another. And today I, I just want to declare over you the goodness of God, His favor and His blessing. You're awesome. You've got such a great future. I believe, and I always like this time of year that we come into in January, and I want to just prepare your hearts to receive something new from God. Don't be cynical about it. Don't, 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 cynicism shuts the heart down to receiving something from God. Open up your heart. What's God want to say? What's He got for you? What's He want to remind you of that He's already spoken to you? For those of you who are online today, open up your hearts to God. He wants to visit you. Can we close our eyes right now?
Father, I thank you that you're for us. You're so amazing. I thank you for Jesus, the hope of humanity, the hope of every person. I pray you come and touch hearts today. Lord, we determine in our hearts that we will prioritize the secret place where the Almighty will shadow us and speak to our hearts. Holy Spirit, draw us deeper into your presence, pray. Encourage us, bring life to us. This is why eyes are closed this morning. If you're here and you don't have a relationship with God, that's God's ultimate dream for you, that you'd be connected to Him. That's the reason Jesus came, that you would know how much you're loved by God in heaven, that you'd be forgiven of all your sin and all the guilt and shame that you carry, that you would become a new creation, changed on the inside because of the work of the Spirit of God. So what I'm going to ask right now, if you don't have a relationship with God and you'd like to in a moment in your seat, I just want you to put your hand up. I'll say, I see your hand. You can put it down and we're going to pray a prayer together. If you're watching online, you don't have a relationship with God, but you want to. I want you just wherever you are, just to somehow acknowledge, I want this relationship you're talking about. Maybe you're, maybe you're here today and at one point you walk with God, but you're not walking with Him anymore. Maybe instead of following Him like Jonah, you began to run the other way. There's a call and a purpose that God has for your life. And you've been running away from God. Today's the day to come back and get right with God. If that's you, in a moment, I just want you to raise your hand. Or if you're just not sure today, when you die, you're going to go to heaven. I want to pray with you so you can have a confidence in your heart. So right across this room, for those watching online, if you're saying that this is me, John, I want to get right with God. I want to begin a relationship with God. I want to come back to God. Wherever you are, just raise your hand and say, that's me today. I want to pray this prayer. Just say, that's me. I want to connect to God. I want to be right with God. I want to come back to God. Love to pray with you today. Awesome. Thank you, Father. Lord, I'm just, thanks, mate. See your hand. That's awesome. Fantastic, you put it down. Is there anyone else right now? You're like, that's me as well. Online, we're going to pray together in a moment. This is your moment. It's your moment. All right, we're going to pray together. I want us all to pray this prayer. A gentleman, you raised your hand. Pray this prayer with us. We're going to stand with you as you pray. If you're watching online and you want to connect with God, pray after me right now. Say this after me. Dear God in heaven, I thank you that you love me that you sent your son Jesus to die on a cross for me, for my sin. I'm sorry for all I've done wrong and I'm turning to you to follow you. I put my faith in Jesus Christ. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and the power of God. I thank you today that I'm forgiven, that I'm cleansed, 
I'm born again in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, right now I pray for every person who's responded that your love and peace will flood their heart. God, I pray the best days are ahead in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Fantastic. God bless you, mate. For those of you online, God bless you. Come on, put your hands together, church. That's awesome. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. One of our team will come and say hi afterwards and chat to you. So I encourage you, just keep coming to church. Best days are ahead when you're part of God's community.